This is who he is. This is what he does. This is how he breaks your back. You've got coverage all over. Perfect coverage down the field. And as you're facing those receivers... Now, back to Bet MGM tonight. Here are Nick Ashu, Trista Crick, and Ryan Horvath on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. Once again, Patrick Mahomes, the favorite to win MVP. Plus 350. Two is at 5-1. Josh Allen, 6-1 with Jalen Hurts. But my guy, Brock Purdy, 7-1 to one to win MVP. Now, it's, it's almost like yesterday when we talked about the NBA MVP. And I know this NBA season hasn't started, so it's a little bit different. But it's all the same names at the top that you expected. It's kind of the same names that we've had at the top of the NFL MVP, too. I mean, really, other than seeing somebody like Brock Purdy jump in now, for the most part, none of those names should really surprise anybody. Right, right. I feel like if there's ever going to be a year where it's a non-quarterback, and I know like now, you know, like a couple years ago, Cooper Cup probably should have been the MVP, but instead he was just Offensive Player of the Year. But if there's Mm -hmm. ever going to be a year where it's going to be a non-quarterback, I feel like this would be the year. Maybe it's a defensive player. Um... You know, maybe maybe it's a wide receiver. You can make the case for a guy like Tyree Kill, obviously. Maybe you can make the case for Christian McCaffrey, just like just you talked about that. with Brock Purdy. We talked about this a little bit on Monday night, but, man, McCaffrey's so important to that offense, not only because of what he does on the ground, and he scores a touchdown every single week. It's gotten so ridiculous that you can't bet it anymore. It's minus 350. Like, it's being priced the way that Mike Tyson was being priced boxing in the early 80s and 90s. Uh, so you can't even bet it anymore. But, man, like, look what he also does in the passing game. Now they're splitting him out wide. They're working him out of the slot. If he wanted, if they wanted, he could have 85 to 100 receptions every single year, which makes you think, man, his career, I know that they traded and everybody's like, oh, they're trading away a lot for a running back. I don't know about that. Like, he could probably, if he stays yeah. healthy, which he has the last couple seasons, yes, you know, he could probably play a couple more years and be elite. I mean, his dad was a wide receiver, obviously, Ed McCaffrey, and he has... A lot of these guys now are really good receivers out of the backfield. You know, like, that's why you draft a guy like Jameer Gibbs. But his route running, he's one of the best route runners, too. It's kind of crazy to watch. So, uh, there I would love to see him where, get a look. There are times where he runs routes, and you forgot that it was Christian McCaffrey, the running back. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, who's that over there? And it's like, oh, yeah, that was Christian McCaffrey. He's just a football player. You yeah. know, he's like he's like one of those guys. He's, he's just a, He's, he's a, a weapon. Football player. Like, he could return punts. He could return kicks. But I'll never that's... forget covering the Rose Bowl and just watching him individually oh, beat Iowa. Just and that that's what made the the trade so important to this team is like look how many different guys that are just have that are interchangeable within that 49ers offense. I mean, you could even talk about some of the defensive players and the way that they can line these guys up. But like Kyle Shanahan knew, like, yeah, I'm paying a lot, but he's not just a traditional running back. He you can just move him to the slot in the future. I mean, let's say Christian McCaffrey's 32 years old and you, he's lost a step. You don't want him to sit there and, and be a traditional running back at all anymore. Maybe only a couple times a game. Use some trick plays, whatever. Line him up and just convert him to wide receiver. Or like, for not full time, but let's say three quarters of the time. Yeah, I like mean, he could th- be Julian Edelman. Yes. He could be Wes Welker. Um, you know, he could be one of those guys. So. But I'm, I'm with you. If there's ever a year, Christian McCaffrey's the guy. Christian McCaffrey is somebody that is playing like an MVP this year, but it's a quarterback award. And that's yeah. why he's going to end up winning Offensive Player of the Year. I mean, Tyree Kill would be the only other com- competition for somebody like Christian McCaffrey to win Offensive Player of the Year. But in reality, I mean, it's McCaffrey's just not going to win it because of the position that he plays. And it's, sure. I think that's the one thing. Listen, I understand the NFL now is so quarterback-driven, and it's, it's all about the quarterbacks, the way the rules are. Like, we get all that. But it does sometimes overshadow great performances from players in other positions, and they just don't even get recognized because you're just looking at, again, Patrick Mahomes is going to do this every single year. Yeah. 
And I know he's the favorite, but like in the end, I feel like he needs to top what he's done before to win another MVP. Yeah, and I feel like with the voter fatigue, I feel like they would have to do something really remarkable, which they just may do. Like they may end up with two or three losses, and I mm-hmm. feel like that's probably what has to happen because you also go back and you watch last year. You look at last year, and they go on that crazy run the second half of the season. But also, like if Jalen doesn't get hurt, Jalen's the MVP. Right. You know, he missed a couple games, obviously, at the end. Um, but he, he looked he like was leader he was, in the clubhouse pretty much for the duration of the season until just he like, got injured. Just like defensive player of the year. You know, where Nick Bosa just had a monster final, like, four or five weeks of the season, and then all of a sudden, oh, he's the favorite. So, um, yeah, I, I I don't know that Mahomes wins it, but who else really could you make the case for? Do you think what Miami's doing, do you think that that's, that's sustainable? Do you think that they're going to be able to do that all season? I do, as long as you trust Tua to stay healthy. They got to win a lot of games, and that especially if that defense is going to be hit or miss week after week, like we've seen. Yeah, and they're they still win, let's say thirteen games. Then yeah, two is going to get votes also because of that. Because at times they're probably overcoming some of the deficiencies they've got on the defensive side of it. Well, and at one point, Tua was the leader. I think mm-hmm. that was two weeks ago. He was plus three fifty. I don't know if that's where he is right now, but five to one. Five to five one. To one. Yeah. Yeah, see, the thing that makes me feel better about Tua staying healthy is the offensive line's been better. Um, you know, even without his starting tackle on the field, he's getting rid of the ball so quickly. 2.5 seconds or less. Uh, you know, he, he learned how to fall this offseason, obviously. But I, I do think that he's going to be able to stay healthy. I love that thing, too. Learn how to fall. Like it's... I, I think he's going to be healthy all season. And I think he's going to continue to put up ridiculous numbers. Um, and now they're going to have to throw the ball more, obviously, as well, unless they're going to pick up another running back off the street. Um, so... I, I, I don't know. It's not really anything I want to bet right now because you do have Mahomes. I mean, maybe you can make the case for Josh Allen now, especially because the Bills have all those yeah. injuries on the defensive side of the ball. He might have to carry them. You know, the narrative is that they're a big mess again because Stephon Diggs got pissed off on the sideline last week. So Josh Allen today during the presser had to defend that, which I feel like that happens like three or four times every single it's season just, with it's Diggs. Just copy He's just and paste every guy, single man. post. Like, I hate it because... Stephon Diggs wants to win every single week. That's what I want from from my star wide receiver. You know, he's not just out there to pad his stats and get his 120 catches and get his signing bonus. He wants to win. He's out there to compete. So, yeah, he's going to be upset after they lose a game to the Jacksonville Jags. So, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think it's. I think yeah. he'll be fine, but I don't really want to invest in him. There's really nobody I want to bet in this. And then right now. You start going farther down. Justin Herbert, sixteen to one, ain't gonna win it. Like you have to be realistic. Prices sometimes can tease you or entice you, where you're like, oh, maybe this. What if this happened? And then you start coming up with all these scenarios. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to just be realistic. Justin Herbert's not gonna win MVP, even if he has MVP numbers. The Chargers have to be a really, really good team. We've seen too many inconsistencies from them. Lamar Jackson's eighteen to one. He's turning the ball over too much, right? now trevor lawrence at 20 to 1 that might be one that would yes that's the one that stuck that out would be to me the too. only one where you could at least see it because look we liked him at the beginning of the season right we liked him heading in so there was that there but it's that that team's gonna have the defense has to stay consistent right that defense is gonna have to help them win games it can't just be the up and down of the offense that we've had throughout this year i mean jared goff's not gonna win it even if he has an mvp like year because he's in detroit at 25 to 1 maybe you know? jalen gets maybe jalen gets hot Maybe we'll mm-hmm. see the back half of the season, him turn into Jalen that he was last season. What worries me is just their schedule. You know what I yes. mean? Like, okay, you got big games against Dallas, but... Maybe it, he balls out there and that moves the line. It's it's just like they're, they're so capable of going up 
by two scores in the first half, especially with that defense, because they could take the football away. Like you yeah. saw this week one against New England, just like that at 16 to nothing. And then they, they could like run and hide the second half, use that run game. They played a really slow tempo. So that's what scares me off is I feel like their goal this year is not to get Jalen the MVP. It's to win a Super Bowl right. and just keep him healthy all season long. So that'd be the only thing that would scare me off because I completely agree. I was looking. I'd want a better price than 6-1. to one. Yeah, I'd want 10-1. to one. That's why I brought up Trevor Lawrence. The way that the Jags defense is playing right now, they could win 11-12 games in that division yep. still. You know, Even after a little bit of a slow start, they only got two losses. He could go on a monster run with that offense. What do you guys think about it's been a really slow start to the year? He's hurt. But he looked really good. He connected on a couple deep balls. Jamar Chase is a monster. He's 7'11". He's always open. You're, You're never going to get Burrow. Joe Burrow at 40-1 yeah. to ever again. But do you believe that the Bengals could go on a run the rest of the season? Because they probably, realistically, would only be able to lose like two or three more games for him to get a look. You are going to get T. Higgins back eventually, obviously. The number is very enticing. I'm, I would be willing to put a sprinkle on the 40-1. to because it wouldn't be inconceivable that the Bengals, especially in a division that's sort of murky right now, yeah, uh, to for them to just turn it on. What we saw from Joe Burrow last game was like he looked fine. He was scampering a little bit. He was getting the ball to chase, like even without T. So, yeah, I think it's worth a look. Yeah, well, really quick on that too, just to add what you said about the division. I thought it was going to be the strongest division in football. You know, we said that about the East, too, but then the Aaron Rodgers injury obviously changes mm-hmm. that, and the Patriots are dumb. But uh, now you have this Deshaun Watson injury, and then we all loved I love DTR so much, but he's not the guy, unfortunately. Right now, he didn't even know he was going to start, he said, today until like 10.30 a.m. Uh, last weekend. But so, nice. I'm worried a little bit about the Browns without Nick Chubb and with Deshaun Watson not being fully healthy, because he didn't look very good when he was fully healthy. The Steelers are hit or miss every single week. I don't want to invest in them. So maybe the Bengals can go on a run. It comes down really to that defense, that secondary, because I think Joe Burrow's getting healthy. Yeah. You know, I watch, I want to like take takeaways. I watch every single press conference. He gives you absolutely nothing. Have you guys ever watched Joe Burrow in a press conference? Yes. He's so cocky. Yeah. He gives it, it's just one word answer. It's like the guest that you have on, and you're like, we're looking at each other after three minutes, like, oh man. It's going to be one be of the What'd you do to us tonight, yeah. Luke? It's kind of Belichick-y in <laughs> yeah. some ways, but it's a, there's a little bit. It's it's a different type, but it's that short answer, like, oh yeah, yeah, we we we've seen this one before. Like, but sure, I mean, yeah, at forty to one, it's an it's an enticing price. Yeah, but you also have to worry too whether that calf injury flares back up. That type of stuff can be kind of a roller coaster yeah. for an entire season. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I mean, listen, defensive player of the year on the other side of things, Micah Parsons, the favorite at two to one, and we kind of came into this year, he was the favorite. <laughs> We knew the type of season that he could have. I don't think he's winning it. I, and that's now, though, you look at, like, he's the what favorite. Aiden? What about Aiden? What's his number? 14, 14 to 1. To one. Hmm. Lions, trendy, getting pressure. Gosh. Defense is getting better. So you got him 2 to 1. You got, uh, man, you Watt, got Garrett. You got Garrett plus 275, Watt plus 350, Hutchinson 14 to 1, Nick Bosa 18 to 1. Max Crosby, 20 Crosby at 20-1 to is so egregious to me. Okay, so here's the problem. It's a pass rusher. Like, we talk about quarterbacks now, an MVP award. Or the MVP is the quarterback award. Yeah. Vice versa. Now it's all pass rushers. Fred Warner, 30-1. to Is is there another inside linebacker, linebacker in this league that does what he does? I mean, you saw it against Dallas, Mm -hmm. man. Look what he does in coverage. He's going to have over 120 tackles every year. The problem is he's not going to have the sack numbers especially playing with Nick Bosa if he stays healthy. Yeah, he broke down how he broke up the two crossing routes and then sacked Dak in the same play. I mean, he's awesome. Yeah. And I feel like that would be um, 
they should give him his flowers because I, I, he's so underrated. He said he's he was pissed that because he grew up a Cowboys fan, so he has extra motivation every time he plays the Cowboys. <laughs> I, I feel like he his, wanted to be drafted. There. I feel like his problem is, I mean, he's. You th- you think of like the great inside linebackers, and you think like Ray Lewis. You think like Brian Urlacher. Nobody really talks like the casual fans don't really talk about Fred Warner. Do you think it just has a lot to do with he plays in San Francisco, and when you talk Niners, you talk about offense, you talk about Shanahan, and, and if McCaffrey. you talk about defense, you talk about Bosa. Yeah, and you talk about exactly, and he was the defensive player of the year, obviously, and he's going to give you the eighteen, nineteen sacks every year. But Fred Warner um, is so important. Like he he plays sideline to sideline. He, really he doesn't is. play that glamorous position, that's though. The I mean, that's really what it is. You yeah, know, if this was 1990, like 95, he wins just, this award, though. You're right. You know what I mean? It's, it's either it's everything that's close to the quarterback, right? Either the quarterback <laughs> or it's a pass rusher or a left tackle. Yeah. Like, the, 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 those three most important positions in the NFL are the ones that get all the credit. I mean, left tackles aren't winning awards, necessarily. I mean, yes, there's awards for that. But, like, you know, like defensive player of the year, offensive player of the year, it's quarterback, it's pass rusher every single time. And you really can't have enough. You can't have enough pass rushers in the NFL. We know the value's there, but it does. It's like I said, when you when the quarterbacks overshadow other great offensive players in the NFL when we're talking MVP, defensive player of the year, it's kind of the same thing. Hell, even good pass rushers. Max Crosby at 20 to 1. We were just talking about him last night. He's a monster. Yeah. Every single play. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's I, and I feel like I don't know that that's going to change when you look at it like the award because it's going to come down to just sack numbers because the best defensive backs in the league a couple years ago we saw Stephon Gilmore win the award I don't know when we're going to see that next because the good corners don't get targeted and for you to rack up numbers I mean corners aren't going to rack up tackles obviously or sack numbers but they're going to rack up interceptions but like Jair Alexander you know or um, you know Diggs Diggs had seven picks or whatever it yeah. was a couple years ago. But then last year, the numbers went down because they weren't targeting him as much. And also, he gambles a bunch, so that's why the numbers were there. So I just I don't think a corner will win it anytime soon or you don't a safety. Think somebody, you don't think somebody like Sauce would no. win it? No, because I don't think he'll ever have more than three interceptions. Right. You know, because he locks down the opposing wide receiver. Yeah. The entire side of the field is yeah. just completely shut off. So they don't throw his way. And so it's like, what, what are you going to say? Oh, he held Justin Jefferson to one reception on 15 yards. Nobody's looking at those numbers or pro football yeah. focus grades. So. It's mostly a pass rusher uh, award now. I would love to see a guy like Fred Warner win it, though. Well, think of what are the most glamorous stats in the NFL, right? Like touchdown passes for quarterbacks, it's sacks, and it's interceptions. And the best corners usually don't have a lot of interceptions because they're lockdown guys. So why Revis Island was always a thing. Yeah. Like Terrell Revis in his prime locked everybody down. Yeah. But he'd go out and have like one interception for the entire season because the ball's just not coming his way. That's why guys like Jesse Bates are so special yeah. as a safety mm-hmm. because he's the one getting the interceptions, kind of lying in wait like a lion stalking its prey. Just yeah. hiding in the grass. Yeah, exactly. And ready yeah. To yeah. Jump sure. out. Yeah. The other one that I would look at, Max Crosby, twenty to one. But do you think the fact that the Raiders are dumb has anything to do, like, with him maybe not winning it? Yes. I was talking about this today on the pod. I would love to see him get traded to any other team that's a contender because he's a guy that actually wants to win. He plays every single down, not just passing downs, and yeah. he's in on every. Could play. you imagine well, him so with yeah. Trey Hendrickson in Cincinnati? He blew that game up. I watched the yeah. L twenty two against Green Bay. I think Jordan Love cried at one point in that game, and I would have too. I think you actually cried just watching I cried Jordan Love. I, yeah. Yeah, let's I, be honest. I just thought that said Jets acquired Kirk Cousins and it trade my heart just dropped. Yeah. Everybody's pushing it. That's the only place make that makes happen. sense. That's becoming more and more of a conversation, by the way. Make it happen. All right, more on the awards market next. Bet MGM tonight.